Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Podcast Juice. My name is Michael Dean, and this is Working Like a Job. And uh, joining me today is Mr. Hugh Storm. Sir, how are you? I'm good. It's 1035 where I am, so uh, don't get into your preacher. Let's let's uh, let's not wait till too long to pass the collection plate. All right, I can dig that. Also joining us is Mr. Big Saxy and Sax, or how are you? I'm doing well, and where I am, it's 735 on a Tuesday night. Okay, sorry for that. I'm ready to get it in, man. Let's go. All right. Well, man, uh, welcome to the listeners and everyone listening. And we also have Ampu. He'll be jumping in here momentarily. Uh, but with that said, man, uh, it's been a, I don't know if it's been a couple weeks it's been since we've been on the mic, done some stuff. Um, but just good to be back on here. Good to hear the fellas' voices. Uh, hopefully it's good to y'all out there listening to us. And uh, shit, let's just get into it. Uh, one of the big topics uh, that we wanted to talk about, and, and Mark really brought this up and was like, yo, we should talk about this. And I, I definitely agree, is the whole cancel culture. Uh, I don't know if it's a debate. Whoa. Uh-oh. There you go. Um, he's here. <laughs> he's here. That was Ant. So the whole cancel culture, I don't know if it's a debate, conversation, thing that's going on. And, you know, I, I see it bubbling a lot nowadays. I think there was something in the Discord chat by uh, Seth Rogen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think he, and I'm paraphrasing because I have it in front of me, but he was saying something that, you know, comedians shouldn't be surprised if some of their old jokes, uh, they have to sort of explain them or, I don't know, apologize or, or deal with the reckoning behind uh, if people have a problem with them. Now, let me ask this question. I know who Seth Rogen is. He's an actor, right? Like, Seth. Yeah. Am I saying yeah. right now? Is, is, he an, is he a comedian? A stand-up? I don't think he's ever done a stand-up. He's oh. a comedic actor. Okay. He's a pothead comedic actor, yeah. Got it, got it. Okay. I, I was just trying to cool. understand his mindset. I don't know if he was a comedian himself, but he's, he's not. He's a comedian. So, um, I'm going to save what I think about this, but I want to go to Big Sexy first. And so what are your thoughts on this, this whole cancel culture conversation? The problem <clears throat> with it is you have people who go to other people's, you know, old Twitter or old interviews, and they dig up things from 20, 30, 40 years ago. Well, he said that. He needs to go. Hold on. Hold on. You know, you, you can't look at something from back in the day, way back in the day, through today's lens. Now, granted, <clears throat> stand-up comics, musicians, actors, writers, whatever, it was a different time. I'm not excusing anybody for doing anything. But, you know, the topic in Discord is, you know, Eddie Murphy on Raw. Not Raw, on um, the Showtime special, the first one. He said some things that he's had to walk back lately, but he said those things in 1983. Were they off color? Yes, they were. But the overwhelming majority, other than Sinbad, off the top of my head, have, of comedians have said something off color. It's not meant mean-spirited, as far as I know. Is it you know, off color and a little insensitive? Yes. But they're just going for the laugh. And I'm not going to sit here and try to tell you what Eddie was thinking when he said it or when he wrote it. But when you got people rolling up on you in 2021 for something you said in 1983, 
and they want to act like it was said yesterday, I got a problem with that. Okay. Do you think that there should be any, uh, I don't know if accountability is the word or, or can you, can you question somebody about what they said in the past? You can definitely question. You know, you can definitely say, Hey man, I heard you said back in the day, what the hell man? And that's fine. You know, you give the person an opportunity to, you know, say what, if they remember what they were thinking at the time and, you know, you keep it moving. You know, and then you look at their whole body of work to see, okay, is his whole career about that one statement? No. But you, know, you can definitely be asked about it. anything you put in a fixed media, <clears throat> someone can roll up on you at any time. Because you know, I rolled up on Jeff Loeb at Comic or WonderCon years ago about something he put in one of his books, and he and I talked it out. It was pretty cool. You talking about comic books? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I rolled right up on him. I'm like, hey, man, what the hell? And we talked it out. You know, he told me what he was trying to accomplish. And he admits that he didn't, didn't hit it, but he, he tried. So hey, there you go. All right. Didn't you roll, didn't you, um, roll up on uh, Robert, Robert Kirkman, too? Me and Kirkman are over buds, yeah. Over T-Dog? Oh, I, I, I wrote it on T-Dog, too. And, <laughs> oh, he, and he responded. You know, Kirkman responded to, hey, Kirkman ain't ducking shit. He, he responded. Now, so it, well, you're bringing these points up. Are these, are these uh, situations of cancel culture? Is that why you're bringing this up? Me? Yeah, you said you roll up on people oh, and you're talking. I, well, see, I because you mentioned, you know, can someone be held accountable? Right. And yeah, you know, I went to, you know, as far as T Dog, I was just like was fussing. But as far as um Jeff Loeb, no, I wanted to hold him accountable and ask him directly, dude, what are you, what were you thinking here? And he, and, and to his credit, he didn't dodge. He didn't run. He answered it. Okay. All right. I'm okay with that. All right. Q Storm. Uh oh, we put the fork down. We said, let um, me finish eating this pork chop. <laughs> <laughs> He's about to ask me a question. That was not that. That was not me. That wasn't me. See. Oh, the conspiracy. Okay. I, they framing me. You need to talk to somebody else on the channel. That was that was the corner. <laughs> I, let, I let, me let me stop. I don't even have no fork right now. <laughs> um, My bad. Question for you, sir. Cancel culture. Yeah. Is, is this a problem? Is you know what's going on? What's your thoughts on it? I think there's a place for cancel culture, but I don't like the fact that it's being weaponized right now. How so? Because well, I just put in a Discord chat before we came on, you know, Seth Rogan says that comedians should accept if they made a bad joke in the past, they should accept it. Now I don't know what he means accept it. Does that mean accept? that people are going to come after them or whatever. I just think it's bullshit because so many comedians back in the 60s and 70s and 80s, they would all be gone if cancel culture had its way. If cancel culture had its way, Richard Pryor would be gone. Eddie Murphy would be gone. Dave Chappelle will be gone in another, well, Curlin, I would just, another five, another five years. Uh, you still there? Oh, he was a founding <laughs> Yeah, son, can you hear me? Yeah, you're cut off for a second. Yeah, we can hear you now. Go ahead. Uh, Lenny Bruce would be gone. Um, uh, Norman Lear. Uh, half, mm -hmm. his, half of his body of work, most <clears throat> of his body of work would be gone. All of it would be gone. And I, and all, I think All in the Family was a brilliant show. The Jeffersons were brilliant. Uh, I don't think Norman Lear was behind this, but uh, Sanford and Son, Good Times. Can, can, I, can I ask you a question? What would be canceling about those shows? About All in the Family? 
Well, you mentioned I'm, I don't I don't I never watched that one, but I know of the Jeffersons yeah. and Sanford and Son. What, uh, what, George Jefferson called Tom Willis a honky just about every other show. He did. Uh, the N word uh, was on that show. The N word made a couple of appearances on Sanford when, and Son. When did they cancel for those words? I'm saying you would be canceled now. If cancel culture goes back to look at all those shows, they would cancel. They would cancel Norman Lear. And that means that nothing else. Well, nothing can. What, like what that did he do that? Uh, sorry, and I'm 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 ignorant, so I'm asking you a question. I'm not trying to challenge you. Uh-huh. What about Norman Lear? Would they cancel back then? That's what I'm I'm trying to understand. The fact that he produced these shows that had these offensive words in it and offensive themes. Okay, gotcha. Uh, all those shows would be gone. I Mike, have you ever watched? Mike, you, I'm sorry, Q. Mike, have you ever watched an episode of All in the Family? I, you know, it's funny. I can't honestly answer that. I, now I know the. Yeah. But I don't remember the show. I just know that I, I know what it is, and I've sat and watched the intro at my grandmother's house because that's the only time I would, you know, when I was a kid. But so I may, maybe yeah. I did when I was a younger age. I have no idea. Watch a couple episodes. You were like, God damn, they said that. Now, I'm, oh, I'm yeah. very aware culturally of that, that father was talking crazy and reckless back then. I just didn't know. I, I don't want to get into what I'm going to say, but I, I find that more TV today is far more, says far more, I mean, damn near cussing and, and sex. And that doesn't, get, that doesn't get canceled now. I don't know why they would get canceled. Oh, it was far worse back then, Mike. It, what, it was, what was? T, TV themes and language was worse back then than it is now. Well, I, I agree. Well, I, I think the ratings might have been, but I just think nowadays you could say, I mean, they say nigga on hunky on shows all the time. They do? I've never heard that. You never heard them say the N word on TV? There's a new show on HBO. Not- I watched it this afternoon called Pause. They said that word, I'm going to count 20 times. Now, it's supposed to be a comedy, and I underline supposed, but it wasn't funny. I didn't care for it. <laughs> Pause. Shut up. <laughs> now I'm canceled. I'm, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, if you guys will take a look at that, you'll be like, where's the humor here? You know, so yeah, it, it's definitely alive and well on that show. Oh, this, I mean, uh, I mean, uh, well, go ahead, Q. My, my bad. Let, let me be clear. Since I'm going to say we as a people, because I, I try to remain tribal, we make a distinction between nigga and no. nigger. <laughs> And that's true. We do. Right, uh, right. I, I, so back in the day, you heard the word nigger on TV, and it was said in front of a black person to demean them. You don't hear that nowadays. Yes, you do. You hear nigger. It might be in a, peri- it might be in a period piece or something, but it's, it's people on TV? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Come on. on you know, TV. all these cable shows and yes, stuff. on TV. Have you ever watched show Showtime? City on, I, I City on the Hill. I them. It did on City on the Hill? Sopranos did it. Yeah, it's out there, Q. Well, I, uh, I, I was I was about to say something, but I could see how some people would take what I was about to say as oh. wild. See, I'm self censoring myself. It's okay. What's I was it? just say my it. point yeah. was just going to say that they're doing the most wildest stuff on TV nowadays, and I'm shocked that it's on TV. Uh, I bring up the show P Valley. They did stuff on there I ain't never seen on TV before. I'm like, you can get away with that? What is that? Uh, it's, a, it's a stripper show. 
but it, I think it's actually very well done. It comes on stars. It's a black show. Deals with strippers and that whole lifestyle. But they go so far over the top with the sex. I've never seen that before. Is that, yeah. Anyway, great show. But to be focused, so cancel culture. Okay, so Q, you you think that, and tell me your point again, Q, just your overall sort of thought on it. I'm sorry. I think there's a place for cancel culture. Okay. I just think it's being weaponized nowadays. Okay, I got you. Because like Big Sexy said, how far back are you going to go? Right. Now, we've been just talking about celebrities, so specifically comedians at this particular point, but the, the 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 modern cancel culture i think one of the big big moments of it was during the uh, i almost forgot what it's called what was it called the me me too me too, me too movement that was to me like the mo- the current sort of cancel culture i think in my mind comes out of that where oh you was doing this back in the day uh they're going to call you out on it none of these people really went to jail but I guess the culture of the cancel, right? They said, you're done. And, you know, the businesses said they were done to these people. You saw people lose their jobs over this. And there were a lot of them were celebrity type people. Um, of course, you have uh, Osteen. What's his name? Jeffrey Osteen? Or the dude Joel that Osteen? Was, Joel? The minister? No, no. Jeffrey Epstein? Jeffrey Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein. He, he was another one. <laughs> Mike <laughs> Killaby. Yeah, I don't, know was, I don't know these people. Uh, he was another one. You know, he was doing dirt all these years. He was being canceled, right? Are you talking about Weinstein? Harvey Weinstein? Harvey. There was two Damn, of them. Mike. There's Harvey. There's two of these white guys that was, they both out there doing sexual madness, right? You just named. Jeffrey Epstein or, or Harvey Weinstein? I'm saying both of them. Okay. Right? They both white people. White men, they got caught up on some sexual shit that they've been doing from back in the day. You know, it wasn't just current stuff. It was they got called for stuff they did back in the day. You know, all the women, how come they didn't say nothing? That's the whole point of the Me Too. So they got canceled is my point is we saw a lot of that. So but aside from the celebrities, do we are we seeing cancel culture? I know I would I, I would imagine fans of Trump. And certain Republicans may feel like there's a cancel culture going on with them right now, right? Well, I think I think they're the ones doing the cancel culture as well. They okay. they can't complain about cancel culture because look what they did to Liz Cheney and what they did to Mitt Romney. Who I can't believe I'm defending that dude, but <laughs> now they're canceling. They're sure. just, just they're hypocritical. They're they're canceling people who don't agree or fall in line with Trump's lie about the election. Okay. okay. We see... And anybody else want to comment on that? No, on that, no. But overall, with cancer culture, I'm okay with it. <clears throat> okay. People... So turn yourself up just a little bit, sir. Uh, I don't or know. come closer to the mic. Okay. Is that better? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Like, to, to Mark's point about how far they go back... In my opinion, I look back at Eddie Murphy and I look back at some of these other comedians and other um, content creators that put out these things. They knew what they were doing. Eddie Murphy knew what he, when he did that bit in Delirious talking about the quote unquote efforts. Yeah, I know who I'm talking about. I ain't trying to get canceled. Got enough problems. 
And then he followed it up in Raw talking about how those Fs are checking for me uh, all over the country. I can't go to San Francisco. They got 24-hour homo watch. That's what he said. So he knew what he said was effed up. But he did it because it was during a time in society where the LGBTQ community was marginalized and didn't have the power to, to shut you down. Now they do. And yes, Eddie Murphy has gone about apologizing, admitting he was wrong, has grown. But at the same token, it's not like Eddie Murphy was some 15, 16, 17-year-old. He was a grown-ass man, had a kid at the time. He knew exactly what he was saying. Just like uh, some, of, some of these other people that are getting con- canceled, you knew what you were saying when you said those things. You knew it was wrong. I was t- if I was 10 years old and watched Raw, and yeah, I laughed at you, Joe, but I knew, like, damn, that's effed up what he's saying. Then Eddie Murphy at 25, 26, who's actually said it, he knew that what he said was offensive. And if in 2021, the LGBTQ community, whether I like it or not, because I'm a huge Eddie Murphy fan, are still wanna hold him to task for that, I'm okay, because guess what? I'm looking at 1999 and seeing Bill Maher trying to shut down Anne Marie Johnson about what is black culture and whatnot, and I'm like, F that dude. I'm looking back and seeing other offensive things done by white celebrities and artists and comedians. Uh, what's another one? Um, what's your boy, Mike? Uh, Howard Stern. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're trying, you're throwing shots at him. What's your boy, Mike? Yeah, you know, yeah. Sell yes. Uncle Tom. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm looking at the the, the blackface he did with Sherman Helmsley, who mm. I definitely give a side eye to. I'm looking at Ted Danson and and Whoopi Goldberg too. That co-signed him doing that blackface at the at the Friars Club. They knew what they were doing, yeah, and they want to say right. it's comedy and whatnot. And it's a different time. Nah, you know that was some effed up stuff. As a matter of fact, I just got into it on a wrestling board. You'll love this, Mark. Um, those fools are trying to defend X-Pac being in blackface dressed like Mark Henry. Well, he couldn't do the, he couldn't mock him if he didn't have the blackface. Fuck out of here. So I'm okay with it. You knew what you were doing was wrong. If you, if you didn't feel the heat then, oh well, you feeling the heat now. Maybe you shouldn't have done that. Quick question for you, Ant. Yes, sir. Do you think they should cancel... What's my man who plays Howard uh, Howard Stern? I mean Howard Stark. I'm tripping. Robert uh, Downey Jr. Do you think they should cancel Robert Downey Jr. over that movie? I've been saying for five years we shouldn't have gave him a pass. Brilliant performance, but yeah, it was blackface. It was. So I'm, if they if they want to start the start the campaign to cancel him, I'm like, oh well, my dude, you now you know what it's like to be a nigga, my nigga. <laughs> Get canceled now. I, my opinion on that is I think that that would be a wrong situation because I feel like he was playing that character in context of exactly. saying absurd how, how, how ridiculous exactly. blackface and racism is. That'd be <clears throat> like if anyone played in any movie historical or otherwise and there was a racist character in that movie and that racist character had on blackface you wouldn't call out the actor if he did that. I mean, you know what I mean? He's playing a role. So I think Robert Downey Jr., they didn't actually cast him as a black person. He was a white man playing a black person. That is totally different. 
I feel you, but they could have very easily got a black man to play the Australian who was playing the black person. If you could, if you gonna do tell that whole, all that story and in the technology, I think it was two thousand nine or ten. They could have done that. They could have if they huh? chose to, but they wanted uh, to go with Robert Downey Jr. So, no, oh well. I, if, I don't get that. <laughs> I don't get well, Let me ask you I this. Don't, I, don't, I don't get that at all. Let cool. me ask you this. Back at, and you know I'm several years older than you. Are you aware that back in 82, when Eddie was on SNL, he actually made up himself like a white guy? Yeah, I did do that. Yeah. Is that a problem? You know there's a difference. You can I'm not asking you that. I'm asking you, is that yeah. a problem? You know there's a difference. I'm not you mad can, at You can hit... <laughs> Go ahead, man. Come on. You can strike down. You've heard that term, right? You can strike down. You never, I mean, you can hit uh, strike up. You never fire down. And you know that. Come on, Mark. Come on, Mark. You know it. You know it. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. (laughs) Taylor Outrage. Okay. Based on that that premise. Based on that premise. Oh, wait. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Let me take it back. Because (laughs) in the same message board where I've called out X-Pac for doing the blackface, they tried to bring up white chicks. I said... I feel that it's different, but you know what? If white women want to come out and say, hey, Marlon, hey, Sean, what you did was wrong. We don't like the portrayal, how you was mocking us and dressed up like this, trying to portray us as ugly white women. We want to catch you. I would know what I would do. I would sidestep and be like, hey, y'all go did handle it. it. Yeah, go handle it. All right. I'm not, I'm not going to help you, but I'm not going to stand in your way. All right. Did you <clears throat> see the movie Bamboozled? <clears throat> yeah, I yes, was about I to bring that up. I was about to bring that up. It's a Spike Lee movie. Did you see it? Yes, I did. A lot of blackface in that. Go on. Your thoughts? My thoughts was it was a nice, it was a great story that was showing the absurdity of how uh, the white. What? Can I finish? Can I finish? You said, no one's stopping you, man. You are. You're talking. No, so, I'm not. Uh, in the uh, in the movie, the the story, the crux of the story was how demeaned black people were. That the dominant white society will accept this and actually glorify and promote this blackface story. If they weren't trying to, uh, in my opinion, they weren't trying to make this some mainstream thing. He was telling the story of how bad blackface was and what they with the dominant white society would accept and push onto the mainstream masses. How's okay. that different from what they were doing in uh, Tropic Thunder? They were trying to show the absurdity of blackface in that movie. I don't but believe they were. White. No, no, I don't believe they were. That's that's your opinion if I want to take it that way. Yes, I don't believe they were. All right. All right. I, okay. okay. Go ahead. <laughs> Um, well, okay, so that's just another form. Of, wait, wait. I actually, let me take a step back. Where in the movie did Robert Downey Jr.'s character, did the producer of the film, did the writer of the film, did the director of the film in the film say, well, we hired whatever, Lazarus, wherever the Australian dude, to play this role because we want to show Hollywood how absurd this was? And we're in the marketing of the film where they said that we wanted to do this because we wanted to make this statement about blackface as well, opposed to what Spike Lee did in his film and what he was saying as he was promoting and marketing the film. Well, it's called satire. And the most, a lot of sat, in all satire, they don't really make the point to say this is what we're doing. They, 
expect that the audience is intelligent intelligent enough to see what they're doing. <laughs> the fact that we laughed at it, that's what they wanted us to do. They wanted us to laugh at it and how ridiculous it was. <laughs> I so, just got to throw in there, bro. My man, well, when you said start to say intelligence, boy, that, that was like, that was so ironic because you're kind of like struggling. <laughs> So, Let me go. in other words, they didn't do what Spike Lee did. I don't, I don't remember what Spike Lee did, but I know Spike Lee did the same thing in that movie to a certain to a, to a different degree than what the, as to what they were doing no. in Tropic Thunder. In the movie Bamboozle, it was called out. It was stated. Many people were showing the influence that this was having and the negative effect and the negative impact. And multiple times throughout the story, they were talking about how bad this was for black people, for the actors. So I'm asking you, in Tropic Thunder, was that I discussion just, done? I just told you. At all. It's a different okay, level. So that's, why, it's a, it's so different that's level. why I I see them totally different. Spike Lee was educating. Spike Lee was that's fine. Spike Lee was educating and bringing to light this issue, whereas Tropic Thunder was making their bag. Oh, I disagree. I I wouldn't go that far. That's fine. You can. I think that Spike was, you know, doing what you said. Why you so angry? Why you so angry? But I think that uh, Tropic Thunder, you know, Bamboozle wasn't a comedy. That's the key. You know, Tropic Thunder was. So there is definite a difference in intent there. I get that. Now, Boom. another movie of a comedic intent, which missed horribly, Soul Man. That was some bullshit. <laughs> See, I like that movie, too. See, that you was like some that bullshit. Movie? Oh, hell no. That was some bullshit. I love that movie. Why well, was that movie lot, bullshit? I don't know. Come on. Come on Why was that movie bullshit? Let's see. No, no, if I recall correctly. Come on, come on Jesse I'll, Lee. I'll I can't tell it to you. Why? <laughs> I will tell you. Why was that movie bullshit? You know, the whole premise, that movie, the kid, was doing the, that, that movie was doing the same thing that Tropic Thunder did. Are you gonna go in? Go ahead, Q. Tell us why it was great. The premise of Soul Man, <laughs> kid, went, you know, got into Harvard, couldn't pay for it. And his boy's like, hey, man, we're going to get these scholarships out here. And they found the one, the Henry Q. Bouchard Scholarship, only for black people. Uh-huh. What does my man do? Shit, give me some tanning pills. I'm in. Got to throw. Boom. I wish they did that today. So he took, he essentially took a scholarship that he wasn't eligible for from someone else who was eligible, who played was played by Ray Don Chong, actually. And it was set in Boston, so he did get his ass whipped, which is what he needed. But nah, man, that was bullshit. I cringe every time I saw that movie. Q, how, how many times have you seen that movie? I'm just curious. Soul Man? Yeah. Two or three times, maybe? Wow. Okay. But my question is, how is that different from Tropic Thunder? You had a white Tropic Australian, Thunder. I, let me well, let me finish. You had a white Australian actor who was stealing bag from a black actor no. by trying to by showing that no. he could go into blackface <clears throat> and take that and, and be a black character. So he was stealing no. a role from a black, just like your boy no. at the end of Hollywood Shuffle, who who no. cooned and said, <laughs> "I would never take that role." And as soon as Robert Townsend said, uh, "I'm out," oh, I'll take the role. It's, what's the difference? It's the same The one in same Tropic satire. Thunder. The tro- yeah. No, they're both satire. The one in Tropic Thunder. Uh-huh. The role, and again, I haven't seen it in a couple, few years, but I don't believe the role said, I want a black guy. They said, we want Lazarus, whatever the fuck his name was, and he went overboard with his, quote, method, and they were laughing at him. That's what it was. You don't now, think, uh, you don't whoa, think whoa, whoa, C. Thomas Hall didn't go overboard? I'm still talking. I'm still talking. I'm still talking. Okay. You know, the other cat who was playing in the film, I forget his name, the black dude, the real black dude, was like, the fuck? 
And so they did call him out on that. He did uh-huh. get called out. Whereas in Hollywood Shuffle, I know exactly the scene you're talking about. And that was just bad. Well, the film that they were making within the film was a bad black exploitation film. And uh-huh. they had, you know, Robert saying shit like, I ain't got no weapon or some bullshit. And Robert's like, you know, and I'm not he doing got the black woman in the end. Yeah, he's like, I'm not doing this bullshit. And the other guy who was all militant, I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> I got to sell it. I got to watch but, I don't, But I, I guess I don't see the difference between Tropic Thunder or Bamboozled or uh, the, um, Hollywood Soul Shuffle Man? or. Uh, I think the Soul story Man. in Soul Man, you know. Granted, they did try to redeem that character in the end. And again, I'm looking at it through today's eyes myself, which I shouldn't do. But nah, man. Now, hold on. Do I think he needs to get a a cancel for it? No, not at all. But it was a bad choice. It was a bad look all the way around on that one. And the other thing was, is that ultimately that character became the white savior. (laughs) You talking about Soul Man again? Yeah. Yep. Man, how many times y'all seen this movie? How did he become a white savior? At the end of the movie, he got the black chick uh, her scholarship. Then he ended up dating the girl. White savior. How's it make him a savior? It's the classic (laughs) film trope. Man, I I hope they put this movie on Netflix. It'll play very interesting today. (laughs) No chance. Nope. She will be on your. Ain't nothing wrong with the yard tripping. <laughs> <laughs> like I can see all kind of bed witches Tariq would call Ray Don Chong. Wow. Oh, wow. Don <laughs> anyway, so cancel culture. Okay, again, we, we we seem to get back to media cult. You know what I mean? We we we. I wanted to see if, we, if there was any politicians getting canceled. But we've been talking about, and what about regular people? Are we only just talking about people that are famous? Define regular person, because in the workspace, sure, there's shit you just cannot say nowadays. Well, I mean, there was the, uh, I don't know if you remember a couple of years ago, there was the, uh, the, the black hotel worker who was, who uh, coined the phrase, it's above me now, because the mm-hmm. grandmother came in being racist. Yeah. And everybody's like, yeah, yeah. And then like six hours later, they found out that he was transphobic. I'm like, how do you go viral and cancel in the same day? So there's your regular That's what person. They do. Again, you he's somebody viral, popular. I'm talking no, about. Went, well, I mean, he went viral. He we only know about this because he's popular. Again, regular like regular Americans, <clears throat> middle America, at your job, do we call it cancel culture when you say something that may be taken to offense for the company you work, <clears throat> or they just say you got fired? Which I'm not. I'm not following your point. Well, I'm saying like, what's the cancel culture for just a, a normal everyday citizen? People We're not famous, right? No, because get- of what the, you know, what the what the person where they work is. When you get in these larger chains or corporates, mm-hmm. they're going to come out first. You're fired. They're going to come out and say, "Look, we're not tolerating that shit here." Right. Right. In other words, don't pick at us. It was that guy. That's mm-hmm. what they do. Mm-hmm. What about the the oh that neighbor? They like Trump, so don't go over there. Or let's egg their house, or or hey, they're a Biden supporter. I mean, are we seeing is that council culture as well? And somebody's, or is it because you found out all oh, the guy I lived next door, he he used to be in a KKK or something? So let me go. Like, 
what, what is regular uh, cancel? Why, why uh, do we care so much about cancel culture? Well, I egged the house or two. Because it is day. affecting us. <laughs> how, how is it affecting you? The, well, I say us, I mean the general populace, not me specifically. Okay, I agree with you. Uh-huh. Uh, when people, oh, when people lose their jobs, I consider that being canceled in, in the regular okay. Okay. citizenry. Okay. Or you got fired. You used to, just, yeah. you used to call it, you got fired. Okay. <laughs> or, or you fucked, <laughs> or how did you get fired on your day off? Oh, well, it was see, cancel but, culture. You not create. Typically, ahead. cancel culture for celebrities means, you know, they're not going to lose their, the, the, typically, I doubt if you're a multimillionaire film star, you're not going to go to skid row, but you're going to lose your Q rating, you're going to lose your sponsorships, your advertising, your uh, all that. And to a celebrity who that's their living, mm-hmm. that is cancel culture. They, you know, there is a certain amount of ego for the most part that comes with being a movie star. You can't help that, but become sort of enshrouded in your own fame unless unless you are really well grounded. Right. So I think to them that is being canceled. I, I can't get that role that I wanted and that film is definitely gonna sure. give me an Oscar. Why why does it matter to me though? Well no one maybe Because what if well, they cancel you and they're wrong. Exactly. Yes. Uh, how how was who was they? <clears throat> how would they what do you mean? Okay. I'm not gonna, the police you know, arresting me or whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not same thing. I'm not going to say where you work, uh, but it's suppose, not. suppose you're at work one day, do, 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 yeah. mind your own business, and you're speaking to someone, your coworker or whatever, mm-hmm. and Betty Rubble walks in, Betty overhears Rubble. what she thinks she, you know, right. was an offensive statement, oh, oh. calls corporate, and you're oh. done. Okay. Remember, now, again, is that, because that's always been happening. <laughs> so, but, but, again, it, how is that different? What's the difference now? You just call it a different word, but that, that, that's always happening. Here's a good example, and Mark should back me up on this. Back in the mid-90s, there was an episode of Seinfeld where at the end there was a joke about a woman's uh, name rhyming with a particular body part. <laughs> okay. And there was, a, there was a guy who the next day, that because that was one of our, one of the... Seinfeld was like the end of an era of what you call water cooler shows. Everybody know what a water cooler show is. So this okay, one guy, just, you ain't got to give a cap. Just tell the story. Damn, what? <laughs> you know, Seinfeld was the top rated. Nigga, we don't need to hear it. Just tell you. Just, I, <laughs> for Seinfeld. I was making a point. I'm by bad. I'm sorry, point, I'm sorry. <laughs> and so when he went to the office the next day, he brought up the joke and he got fired and he sued them and he won. Okay. So they tried to cancel him and he sued him. This is a fictional story you're telling me? No, this was a real story. I thought you said this was on Steinfeld. He saw oh. the thing on Steinfeld. Oh, uh, see, that's why you should have been interrupted. <laughs> see, if you listen, <laughs> you will be enlightened. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So we're talking about, okay, so we're trying to give examples. You give an example of couch, cancel culture to regular people with your jobs. and th- But again, I'm, is that cancel culture? I thought that you know you're, so there's a certain way you're supposed to act when you're at work. You do dumb shit at work, particularly I'm talking to my black men and women, you'll be the first. We, we always know that. So I don't know. that that. So when they've been honest about getting uh, baggy pants, was that? Cancel culture all these times? You lost me again. What? See? <laughs> what? 
No, I'm saying you're talking about if you do things out of order or somebody perceived you doing something wrong at work uh-huh, and you uh-huh. got fired over it, you're saying that's cancel culture? I thought they've always had that. Like, what makes that cancel culture? You just lost well, your I job. Mean, it, well, it, I, I guess for me, it's cancel culture because the guy, if you're going back to my example, all he did was quote something he heard on a TV show. Okay, so he got fired from his job, but how was he counting? He can go work somewhere else, right? But is it that would you want? Is it that easy to just pick up and find another job? For some people, so. it is depending on what well, you want to do. Yeah. There's always work at the post office, right? So. <laughs> really, <laughs> UPS is hiring. Yeah. <laughs> they literally are. But anyway, go to make your point. Yeah, I mean, I'm working in a, a business. Uh, I'm working in a stock trading company. Mm-hmm. I get fired so I can go. Oh, well, shit. I just go to the post office. Hey, pull, no, no you know what you do? Pull yourself up by the bootstrap. Why don't you? <laughs> You'll take whatever job you have to do okay, to take care of right? responsibilities. That's the American way, baby. But that's being canceled still. If well, I'm making, oh, oh, well. If, if I'm making $200,000 a year and I go to a, a post office job where I'm making maybe... Fifty thousand a year. I would consider that cancel. You're working, ain't you? Yeah, but I. I that's a good stop. American job. My, my, that's for you working I, for the see, government. See, okay. <laughs> what about those people who've always had that job? So you saying they are be? What's wrong with now? You saying there was something wrong with them? You got canceled? I didn't say that. But if that's their standard of living, if that's wow, if that's where they, if that's where their means and their education or whatever uh, took them. Wow. And they're able to put... They, what you There are about? many of educated people out there who cannot get a job. Who's who's arguing that? You're well, not, you said listen, that your means of education, that doesn't mean that. But nothing. I'm just saying some, pe- some people, that lifestyle works for them. It doesn't what lifestyle right are you talking about? Well, they can't have as big a house as someone who makes $300,000, but they don't care about that. That's what I'm talking How about. How do you know they don't care about that? You don't think there's a lot of people that are probably You're in that... Well, I'm just asking you a question. You said they don't care. <laughs> do you think that they, they're in that position because they don't care about rising above that? Or do you think a lot you're, of people you're, you're want really to rise? You're twisting my words. What I'm saying is, if like I make a certain salary, I live a certain style. I don't live like uh, someone who's got five Oscars. Okay. But this life works for me. I don't. I am making a way, and I'm happy with the life I have. Someone who's working mm-hmm. at the post office making 50 grand a year. They're making they're making it and they're happy with their life. Right. But it's not the same lifestyle as a guy who makes two. Yes, he got canceled. <laughs> I didn't do it. <laughs> he... I lost the shoot there. Shoot, you dropped you, out, you man. Dropped out. <laughs> okay. Well, I look at it right. like this. You know, when I was a kid, you know, growing up just regular knucklehead kid. And my mom took me to her friend's house who was an attorney, and he was rolling. I'm like, I need to get me some of this. And so I went ahead and did my thing and went to law school, blah, blah, blah. There is nothing wrong if you want to better yourself. In fact, there is a scene in school days, quoting my man, the late Bill Nunn, either you work or you starve. And I plan on eating sirloin. Like there it is. There All it right. Is. Yeah. And no, back no to cancel argue. culture. Niggas <laughs> give personal. Yeah. Idea. No one's arguing about that either. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but I agree with. Who's kiss my ass? <laughs> I was like, where is he going with this? <laughs> um, all right. Um, so the other thing I wanted to say about cancel culture to throw into it, and I agree with a lot of what you guys are saying, probably most of it. But I think the biggest, 
And I think the real case of cancel culture, and I guess why this sort of modern day, what we think of cancel culture, we are, we, we, we live in this. And that is because I, my opinion is the real cancel culture would have been like how America canceled the original people that were living here or how people who are in power are the ones that write the history books that have canceled your real culture, right? To give you their situation, which is the same thing this is. Some people are saying it's cancel culture is a form of censorship. We don't want to talk about these type of things anymore. So let's rewrite that and take that out of circulation and push this narrative forward, which to me is, you know, a lot of our existence in this country is based off of something like that, right? They canceled certain things about you or this and that and told you something else and made that other stuff unavailable. Well, you know, you, it's funny you say that because Rick Santorum got canceled from CNN for trying to cancel Native American culture. <laughs> yeah, that yes. one coming. And but he'll he'll probably be all right. I'm sure he'll be on oh, I'm sure Fox or something. Like, he ain't canceling nothing. Like, I mean, but that's why I said C, that's why I said CNN canceled. I didn't say he was canceled as a whole. CNN yeah, so canceled. They, they fired, fired him. him. Yeah, so that's yeah. what I'm saying. We calling some, you were calling you being fired something else. That's how yeah, I that's because he but that's because since he's going to be OK. Well, well, all of these celebrities are going to be the, OK. What's the point? Uh, I don't know. You all made the case that Gina Carano is not going to be OK. I didn't <laughs> say she wasn't going to be OK. She's she, she inducted into the, to the uh, said, culture, Randall culture. When, what are you talking when about? When I said she's going to be OK, y'all said. She went from working for Lucasfilm to right. what was it? What was that network? Y'all been making a song. I'm like, clowning she's that. Done. No, she's I didn't, done. that's not what I said. She was done. I'm just saying she's not gonna be getting that kind of bag. But somebody like her, she's a poster child for the alt right. They got her smooth. <clears throat> well, you do understand that she feels like she was canceled because she was making like I y'all see. said. She was working for Lucasfilm. Now yeah. she's working for some bullshit. Right. Just like I said, company. there's a lot of these politician type. You know, I call I call them. The new niggas, I've said this before, uh, wow. they feel like they're being canceled. I just think that they're really, they're starting to see the very first inkling of the switch that's coming <laughs> in terms of culture has changed, racial demographics has changed, and you're going to see the, you, you're going to see a perceived balance shifting of power. I think they really glued into that. And, you know, the whole Trump thing, I think was like, y'all wake up, this shit. Our time might be up. So for them, to me, that's who I see always pushing council culture. I think, but I think they're doing it for a whole other reason because they want to come with that, saying that crazy shit and don't want to be held accountable for it. Uh, so go ahead. you don't think the left is pushed? Maybe I misunderstood you, but it's not like you're implying the left is not pushing council culture. It's just the right. I, I, to me, I think the people who complain about council culture are mainly in the right. Or a Republican, that conservative type of thing, in my opinion. Oh, well, I don't, I'm not saying I'm right, but that's just how I feel about it. I don't. I personally don't. I don't mind cancel culture to a degree, but to me, I just think it's all about common sense, and we're talking about capitalism. We're talking about canceling people's ability to make money. So, to me, anybody who has a issue with a product has a right to say they don't like it for whatever reason whether they think it was funny then and they don't like it now that's their right that's why we're americans 
the people who are going to counsel decide who's being counseled are probably people who got uh, something to lose in the situation, which are these big corporations. So, yeah, they'll fire you in a second because it's about the money. I don't care about what you're talking about, really. I, I can't fight that battle. So to me, I mean, the only people getting canceled is uh, you say something and your, your employer don't think it's uh, appropriate anymore and they have to move with society feels. And if society feels like we don't want to hear them LGBT jokes, that's what society won't. What about Aziz Ansari? What about who? Aziz Ansari. I don't know what that is. Damn, Mark I and I on the same wavelength today because I was think I was just thinking about that too. He was a he's an actor, comedy actor. He had a nice show on Netflix a couple of years. All of a sudden, it on, comes um, out. Master of None. Wasn't he on Community? And he was on Center? Community too. He was on Community. I think I heard of this night. Parks and Rec. You know, Parks and Rec. I get those shows mixed up. <laughs> He was on Parks and Rec, and guy had a date. Young lady comes out and says he did X, Y, Z, which did not happen. And all of a sudden, his show got pulled. It was okay. Was actually, no. Well, actually, no, his show didn't get pulled. He just took a step back because he didn't want to have to try to nuance all that discussion because... In my opinion, which I think was just wrong, they got an anonymous person to describe their sexual interaction and paint it in a, uh, what would you call it, a, a bad light. He took the, the, the spotlight back. Like some people like Louis C.K. and some of these other dumbasses. Louis C.K. is just a whole weirdo, man, that dude. And he came, uh, he sat himself down for six months and thought, okay, let me go out there and do my ish again. Aziz was just like, okay, I'm going to just chill because this, this dumb shit is out here and let me figure out an, another way. His show just came back on Sunday. And he's not on it. Yes, he he's is. He's behind the scenes. He's on he, the show. Isn't that even better? I don't know because what what's her name? Lena Waithe? Lena, Lena Waithe? She's going to be featured heavily this season and he's not going to be in much at all. Yeah, he was on three episodes. I, I watched the whole thing. It was only five episodes. That's all? Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. I, don't know. Yeah. I mean, if you have any kind of hard episode four, we'll break you. I can't even lie. So, uh, this, again. This new season, they're, all, they're already all, all up? Mm-hmm. Yep. So, again, like, again, this... Uh, person was this a netflix show is that what you're talking about yeah so i guess do, so are we thinking like netflix was like hey he has this situation going on with this girl and it, the public is looking at this crazy so netflix would be like well we got millions of dollars riding on this but let's just hold it we got his back let's keep, is that I'm, I'm looking from a from a business standpoint would that make sense for a corporation to stand next to somebody that has mess going on that could affect your bottom line? All depends. <laughs> okay. Because from a corporate standpoint, let's face it, corporations are dirty. We all know this. You investigate it yourself. You, you get your team on it, find out what the, what the problem is. And sometimes, and I hate to say it, but sometimes, like, here's some go-away money and shut up and sign this NDA. Problem solved. You know, it's all about damage control with the least amount of effect to the bottom line. Right. But the actions you just described 
That could be happening to a lot of these situations that we see, but we'll never know they did that. We just hear that person got camped, he got fired, or he stepped away from the project. Does that so you see what I'm saying? Like they didn't cancel him outright. They did what Mark said. They hired their own and did a look, but they kept it all secret from the public. And then they made a move that makes the company look good, I guess. And and he gets his maybe some money off to the side. But is that really cancel culture? Is that's business? Is are these corporate because we are talking about entertainers and celebrities, and we're talking about them losing opportunities of work from these big corporations. So I'm asking you to look at it from the corporation's perspective. When you see these actors, oh man, he doesn't. He got caught up in all this sex stuff and we got this big movie coming out or, or Netflix. And we, what's that one white dude? He had that TV show on Netflix. Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey. They, was, were they supposed to be like, well, he hasn't been convicted. We're not doing cancel culture. He's going to stay here and work. Or would they have to look at it as a business and like, man, whether he did this shit or not, we could stand to lose millions of dollars. Fuck that dude. This is a business. But, but you're going to be canceling him. This is a business. <laughs> cancel culture, I'm saving my business. So would it be cancel culture if you were the corporation? I think cancel culture, I think it would be you're using cancel culture to allegedly save your business. So do you fight the fight and lose money to prove a point? Or do you, I guess, do Some, cancel sometimes culture? Sometimes you should, yeah. Sometimes you should. You know, if your guy or girl <clears throat> is accused of some, something that is 100% false, yeah, you stand with them. But what if you, you don't to. know that? Then you find out. So here's yeah. the question. You're a corporation. Now you might be the CEO and you think that way. But it's a business and you got everybody, you got all these people's paychecks on the line because you want to ride with this dude. Does it make sense for you as a business person to do that? Do you think your shareholders are going to sit there and be like, huh? Well, first of we all, didn't learn that in class. if I have shareholders, my business is public. So I got to answer to them. If I don't have shareholders and it is a closely held corporation and I own the majority of the shares and other people close to me own them, they know going in what, what it's about. Yeah, and I would talk to them and say, look, we got a problem here. Because you don't want to alienate your team. You don't. And if one of your team members, you know, is accused of something 100% false, I'm right or die. That's just how but the only is. thing is you only know, you don't know, you don't know it. For, I don't know if you would know it for a fact, but it'd be an interesting scenario. I what would you definitely just said investigate all because of Because if that person you're defending actually worked for you and the person who made the accusation worked for you, <laughs> You would have to explain to everybody at work why you're going to let this one dude work when you got somebody else no, 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 the no, no, same no, thing no, no, to no, say no. that he did this to me. You see what I'm saying? If, like a business if we got person, two, yeah. two employees, same company, and one says X about the other and it may or may not be true, I'm taking them both out the game until we get to the bottom of this. You know, pay, a paid, paid break, call it what it is, you're not going to punish anyone, but I'm taking you both off the, off the field we're going to figure this shit out. Okay, if that's you did it, do. then you got to go. If you that's didn't do it, the accusation, you got to go. That's what they do. Well, somebody's got to go. They do that in police forces across the country, don't they? Administrative they leave is what they call it. That's yep. the word, administrative leave, yeah. We're going to figure this shit out. And, but, and sometimes we see even though those police get those, even when they, everything seemed like the police still did it, they'll go back to their job anyway. Like they, They're never like getting fired or nothing like that. 
again, we don't know the internal <coughs> mechanisms of the investigations. In fact, on that topic, <clears throat> I <laughs> have been asked to moderate a show out in over in Yolo County that deals specifically with police transparency and how and why they arrest people. I'm like, I'll do it. So we're going to find out. We're going to find out. But these questions internally need to be asked. Now, I know the public's like, we got a right to know and this and that. No. But the questions But then need the, the public will asked. just say it was cancel culture because they don't know. Well, then, See, okay, then that's on them. That's another thing about cancel culture. There's never any, there's no uh, shades of gray. No. When, when, when people want to weaponize cancel culture, it's, it's always, it's this, and you're with us. Or if you think this, then you're against us. That's another problem I have with, with weaponized cancel culture. I, I yeah, agree. They've been doing that for a long time. Yeah, we, 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 we the ones canceled out of the, yeah, out of the, 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 the picture. That ain't right nothing now. new. Yeah, it's nothing new. Well, but so then it's okay. Doesn't <laughs> change what I said. <laughs> Makes it more true. That's one way to look at it. <laughs> Well, you said you agree, so I'm thinking you're looking at the same way. You, you get the win. Either way, you win. I'm not trying to win. I'm trying to make the point. You you get the point. Point scoring. Okay. All right, man. <laughs> but uh, anybody else want to say something about council culture? Yes. We've talked about it in private business. We've talked about it with stand-ups and mm-hmm. actors. What about musicians? How so? Well, I think it was uh, Morpheus who put in the chat, and I wasn't aware of this, but on a, on an old Bob Dylan song, he dropped an N-bomb. Now, I don't know the song. I don't know the context in, what he, in which he said it. But if that song came out today, shit storm. Uh, the song, and we, you and I talked about this, I think, Mike. Um, the song Brown Sugar by the Rolling Stones. Yeah. Yep. I just heard the, read the lyrics, I'm like, whoa, Mick. And to mix credit, somebody rolled up on him years ago and said, Mick, what the fuck? And Mick took that L and owned it and, you know, explained it. What about um, uh, Lou? I'm sorry. Uh, well, go ahead. Who? Uh, Lou Reed, Take a Walk on the Wild Side. I don't know the lyrics. What did he say? Did he, he, drop says, uh, he has his, uh, he has the background and, he, and, and before they go to the chorus, do, 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 do. He says, uh, and the color girl sing. Or something like that, he says. Did they ever make them change the lyrics? Nope. Not nope. as far as I know. Nope. So they ain't nothing. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking Michael at Jackson, they had to go back and change this shit. <laughs> I'm looking at the uh, uh, Hurricane song from Bob Dylan. It said, uh, it's talking about uh, Hurricane, was Ruben, what, what's his name? Hurricane Carter? Ruben Carter. The boxer, yeah. Yeah. The trial was a pig circus. He never had a chance. The judge made Ruben's witnesses, drunkards from the slums, to the white folks who watched, he was a revolutionary bum, and to the black folks, he was just a crazy nigger. Whose mm-hmm. song is this? Bob, Bob Dylan. Dylan's song, Hurricane. Yeah. Well, Bob no one doubted that he pulled the trigger, and though they could not produce the gun, the DA said he was the one who did the deed, and the all-white jury agreed. I don't have a problem with that. <clears throat> Again, though, you know, you have the lyrics in front of you, and you and we're, now we're hearing it contextually. In today's climate, that comes out. First reaction: Ah, Bob Dylan, you ain't shit. Trust me. 
Uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like people have so much love for Bob Dylan. Huh? Yeah, yeah, Bob's the wrong person <laughs> to no, try to nail no. on that. <laughs> they, 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 he, I could see him getting canceled. I mean, I guess it no. depends on why he said it and how it was said. But, I mean, to me, I feel like you if you're white and you say the N-word, I don't think it was ever a time when you got a pass to say that at no time in media, right? Particularly back then or now. Like, you was never just a free pass to say that in, you know, in music as we're talking. So I don't think that would ever I mean, fly, I, personally. I think it was ridiculous that Michael Jackson got in trouble for using the, the K-word because he was trying to say, mm. he was trying to say that uh, this is an egregious thing that you're putting, that, that's been used against this group of people. Don't use it on any group of people, including me. I don't agree. Use that hate. Don't use that hate. But, but See, as, that's another, that's yeah. another example of cancel culture. I, I have no, I understand we are, well, I'm not going to conclude myself here, but people say, oh, they don't, they don't have any degrees or they don't have this or that. They don't have any, what's the, what's the word I keep hearing? That Jewish people don't, they don't play that at all. There's no give or take on that. And I'm like, well, I tend to think that that's not necessarily a good thing. It's good for them. No, I don't think it is. Well, they seem to be pulling in their power and doing, making moves. Well, but that's because they've always. Well, see, I can't say that, can I? Don't get me They're, shut down. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can. I can say in comparison to people of color throughout history, there has been an inequity in the general scope, so that more power has lied in that base than in our base. True. So yes, I. So That's why I say it's it's bad for us. I don't know if it's bad for them. But one thing we can be clear about the Michael Jackson and other thing, as you were saying, they don't play. Certain people they don't even call it cancel culture. That's oh, don't fuck with them. <laughs> isn't that isn't that cancel culture? When, but we but they you know there's a perceived thing out there where when you know you step out of line with that, you got to go clean that up quick before you do get canceled. That seemed like the only time where they really, they don't call it cancel culture. They know, oh, they know what you got to do. Yeah, go fix yourself <laughs> up, man. <laughs> come on, go on, come on this show and say you're sorry. Go on that show. Yeah, so, you know, I don't, I don't know if that's I, I, Go ahead. I, just know, I, I would be, a, or I'll be a horrible celebrity because. I'm gonna say what I'm gonna say. Oh, well, they didn't. You, you be you be the you nobody. be Joe Button before Joe Button. It, Joe Button. got canceled. He started this show and Q is always Q. One the one common denominator. Q. But anyway, we love you. Um, any anything else on this council culture? We're gonna move forward. I was gonna make a joke, but I can't make the joke. <laughs> All right. Well, with that said, let's continue to move forward uh let's talk about some movies real quick uh big movie came out on netflix Zack snyder's uh army of the dead but before we go into that i'm going to tell you about this one movie just real quick you gotta watch it it's a zombie movie it's called blood quantum uh this what's the story about this story depicts the effects of a zombie uprising on a first nations reserve where residents are immune to contacting, contracting the plague because of their indigenous heritage. But 
must still cope with the consequences of its effects on the world around them, including white refugees seeking shelter on the reserve. Let me tell you something right now. I love Army of the Dead. I love zombie movies. Blood Quantum is a must watch. I'm telling you right now, if you just heard what I just described that movie is about, if that alone don't get you to want to see it. But also, let me tell you, this is probably one of the uh, most bloodiest hardcore zombie action movie you're going to see in a minute. So it's hitting you with some heavy overtones. It's hitting you with some serious blood madness, even probably more than what Zach was showing you. And uh, it takes place with some Native Americans. It reminds me of... Uh, It'll remind you of a scalp in terms of just how certain people look. Uh, but man, what a badass movie. And matter of fact, I had just watched this movie, but I see that the, I think it's like the Canadian version of the Screen Actors Guild or something like that. They had their big award show last weekend and Blood Quantum uh, was up for like 10 awards uh, and it won like seven. So it's a big, I mean, it's a big deal movie, I guess. It's a Canadian movie, but I'm telling you right now. Blood Quantum. Just go watch it. If you like to uh, train the boost on it, it's, Blood Quantum ain't as good as that, but I'm just saying it sits, it sits up there with it underneath it a little bit down. It's, it's, it's a good one. It's, it's better it, than the Army of the Dead. Is it good as uh, Bloody... What was that? Dark... Sh oh, that TV oh, show. Stark Summer or something? Black Summer? Yeah. Uh, in my opinion, it, it's, it's, it's different, but it's better than that. It's a, it's a movie, so it's not that long but it's a cold movie there's a lot of father and son grandfather native america it's, it's deep man it's a deep movie. if this would have came out in america it would have been a top movie they wouldn't they wouldn't they'd be falling over themselves trying to talk about it for for better or for worse it'd be like up there with like us or a get out or something like that in my opinion this thing, uh, for what it, what it does for native americans but anyway yeah so blood quantum i ain't gotta say no more go watch it but I want to talk about Army of the Dead. This was the big one. This is from my man, Zack Snyder. And uh, let me just tell you this real quick. I'm going to give my quick review and let the fellas talk. I actually went to go see this at the theaters. Saw it in Hawaii on their little the version of their uh, IMAX out there. And I was ready. I took my kids. And I was like, oh, I can get to go see this Zack out here. This is dope. And it was a nice theater. Comes on. You know, blah, 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 okay, cool. And then maybe like an hour into the movie, bang, 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 lights come on. Please exit the state, you know, exit the thing. Get out, leave your seats, get out to the lobby. Oh, false alarm. <laughs> uh, mahalo. <laughs> so I was kind of like pissed at that point when I saw the movie. And then I ended up at that point, I started falling asleep. So I didn't have a good experience. So I said, you, you, you will fall asleep at a hey, movie. Man. Damn. Well, was, and this was the late show. I saw it at like 10. It started at 1030 in the evening. This is two hours. And that afforded. So I started. I was falling asleep periodically. So I said, let me give. So I walked out of there saying this was some bullshit. My kids, they didn't like it. They was falling asleep. So I was like, okay. So I watched it at home later on TV. And I will say, watching at home, first let me say, the movie looks freaking beautiful. Like, uh, I'll give Zach, Zach knows how to shoot some shit, and 
he was doing some cool stuff in this and then just the clarity of this it was like 4k crispy uh netflix so it was just looking because i had seen it on the t on the movie screen and it didn't look nothing like that so i was just like i was like whoa so i just would say it looks great here's my thing i didn't really like the movie as much as i wanted to i felt it was too long and i thought he was pausing too much and to get into the action i thought it was just going to be more of a straightforward running gun and this is all for fun type of thing he was trying, Zach was trying to throw some drama in there. I was like, yeah, stop it. So that threw me out a little bit. But all of the action, dope. Uh, all, all of the zombie shit, I loved it. I loved all the different types. This, so on that avenue, I love the action bits. It just ran a little too long for me. But I respect Zach, what he does. Sometimes he works, sometimes he doesn't. This one was just okay to me. But there are parts in it that were badass. I will give him that. So that's what I thought about the movie. I'd probably end up giving it like three marbles. Uh, and Pooh. Did you see this movie, sir? I guess he did. <laughs> Q Storm. Sir, did you see this? Oh, yeah, I said I just watched it tonight. Oh, okay. Well, you fresh. I will say this. <clears throat> yeah. I will say this does prove that Zack Snyder. When he's not giving characters that have a 60-year history, yes, I'm talking about Superman. Yes, I'm talking about Justice League. He has the potential to make a pretty good movie. Like I liked Dawn of the Dead. Love right? that movie. I thought this was a sequel until I started seeing more reviews about it. Right? Uh, and I did not think the movie was terrible. I'm here to surprise you. I didn't think it was terrible. Um, I get. Are we spoiling? Uh, sure. Sure? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. I guess my, you know what? I kind of went with it. I was able to go with it, but I guess the the movie starts off, the setup is really good. He's good he at does, that. He, he does some good. clever things at the beginning. Uh, it reminded me kind of like Zombieland, where it was more like mm-hmm. a kind of like a humorous, mm-hmm. like when the, the zombies are taking over Las Vegas, and the, I forget the song they use, but it's... Uh, it's not a song you would expect to hear while people are getting their heads chopped off by zombies and stuff. I thought that was all really clever. The the the, the fonts were clever, uh, and he does he does know what color is. Zach does he know he knows how to use color in a film, and the fact that he shot this film, I got to give him props. Mm-hmm. Uh, it started to lose me like halfway through because my thing is not intelligent zombies. I just. I went with it, but I just didn't really completely buy into it. Like this zombie riding around, you got a zombie horse, a zombie tiger. You riding? <laughs> you gotta up, you just got a, go with that, man. You got a, a zombie I mean, it, horse. It was kind of badass, but <laughs> see, I'm like, that's how it is. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and see, this was a movie where I think you're right, Mike. If I had gone to see this in the in the theaters, I would have said this. This was some bullshit. <laughs> Sitting at home where you could you could pause it, right? Go use the bathroom, right. fix a sandwich, and just digest what you saw, <laughs> and you could turn the shit back on. I, it it was entertaining, but I it started to lose me like right like in the in the second second act because people just started doing stupid shit. Like there's a lot of that a, in this movie. There there's a there is a there's a um there's a ticking clock trope in this movie. And even though there's, I'm not going to spoil it, but even though there's a ticking clock, 
people still taking time to say, you weren't there for me. <laughs> oh, well, I'm going to run away and do this, even though I promised I was going to stay with you. I'm going to run away and try to be a hero and probably get my ass killed. <laughs> this movie, the one thing I did enjoy was seeing all of the stealing. Because my man stole from Alien. He actually stole a line. Not only did he steal a character from Aliens, he stole a line from Aliens. You don't see them fucking each other over. <laughs> he does. He, he's got a lot of little things from other movies I noticed in as well. I think he did. He stole purpose. from the Revenant. Yeah. Which was that was the, he stole from the Revenant, which was a badass scene. He stole from the, that was one of the things I was waiting for with the zombie tiger. <laughs> He stole from uh, Aliens, The Conclusion. A lot of films he stole. That's okay, though. I mean, that's part of the kitschiness of it. So I didn't completely hate it. Characters died. I, I do appreciate this. Characters that you think should be alive at the end of the film, he don't give a fuck. He kills them off. And I'm like, okay, I respect it. That's how it will go down. There's one scene that really affected me, though, man. At the very beginning, <clears throat> you see a where the, uh, the, the, the helicopters and uh, the, the, the soldiers are jumping out of the helicopters, I guess they weren't given intel that this shit is in the, <laughs> this shit is foobar. And this one guy, is, he's like, oh, sh- oh, whoa, wait, hold And he's shooting, he's he's parachuting down. He can't stop right. from landing, and he's shooting zombies knowing he's about to die, and he can't prevent it. That that was fucked up. <laughs> wow. I thought that was very so, inter- interesting. That was dope. I know, it was a very good thing. I wish they would have played more with that. You know, you know. Let me just add real quick that uh-huh. that montage thing that they did there. Uh-huh. He does that. I don't. I can't say all of his films, but he does that in. You know, the Justice League starts with it. Donna's dead. Donna the Dead had it. Batman v Superman had it. Watchmen. Watchmen definitely had it. I think that's where I first noticed it in Watchmen. But that was that's exact thing. He does that in all his movies. That, that to me, it. that's his Spike Lee. When the person walks, you know, that, that's what but I also on a little, think, a little trailer trolley thing. Yeah, I think this film. I think I hope this film does a lot for Dave Bautista because honestly, he was good. I thought he. I, I'm gonna say I thought he acted the rock off the screen. I thought he was a much better actor than the Rock has been in most of the Rock's bigger bigger pictures. Have you seen that Rock's TV show? No, I'm not watching that. No, the one that's uh, you know, Young Rock. No, 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 not that one. Uh, Ballers. Ballers. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 we talked about that before. He's good. He's he's he's. Are y'all liking that? He's serviceable in it, but I I've ah. never really bought him in that character. Huh, okay. <clears throat> so you saw you, but you're saying Dave Bautista, he did his thing. I, I was very impressed. I was as impressed. I expected Dave Bautista to flame out in this movie, but I reacted to him the same way I reacted to Rihanna in the film that I think I'm the only one that liked uh, mm-hmm. Battleship. I thought she I was love great. Battleship. Ugh, Man, I, I, I hate to say it. I love it too. <laughs> <laughs> I think you and I are the only ones that do. I mean, it's, you know, but, it's over the top <clears throat> madness. I just love seeing the old dudes get it in. That's yeah, what yeah I, that's what I'm saying. It's a patriotic. Yeah, hoorah. Yeah. Uh-oh, Mike, Mike. Okay, you want a membership, Mike? I remember I was in Hawaii, so yeah. <laughs> you, you, you definitely realized the power of the military. <laughs> you too, brother. All right. Anyway. I would give the movie, I would 
give the movie. I mean, like I said, it does kind of fall apart at the end. It was kind of like I've seen all this before. All the buildup, all the dumb shit where they're trying to break open the vault. I'm like, would y'all just get y'all asses out of there? <laughs> and then the uh, the dude, uh, your boy Shades from um, Luke Cage. I really thought they were going to do something bigger with his character. Which character? The guy, uh, <clears throat> the guy who played Cage. Uh, he was the he was the uh, the the security guard who was abusing the women. Oh, that dude! He yeah, see, I, I I think of him more as Sons of Anarchy. I think it's yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he he's always funny. I thought he was gonna. I thought he was gonna. The way they took all that time to show him being used as a sacrifice mm-hmm. or you know as a trading chip. All that time they show him with the zombies, I figured, okay, he's going to end up being the king of the zombies or something. They're going to build him up. Uh, and uh, he came back and it, it it was what it was, and that was it. I'm like, really? Yeah, he was the asshole character. He knew he was on But I, I would give it three reels out of five. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, Big Sexy, did you watch it? I have not seen it yet. <clears throat> okay. But I'm curious because I like... Uh, oh, Dave Bautista, he did that one movie with the little girl, which I thought was really good. I thought he was really good in that. Hmm. So I'm he curious. did the movie with your boy that's in the Eternals, didn't he? Uber or something? Stuber. Oh, Stuber. Yeah, it was kind of comedy or something like that. I never saw that. Oh, yeah. I forget yeah. the guy's name. I forget that was the good. I enjoyed name. that one. Oh, Aunt Pooh, did you see uh, the movie? Yes, I did. They got day one stream for me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Zach Nation. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed it. I liked it better when it was called Peninsula. But uh, <laughs> but overall, I definitely did enjoy the film. Did y'all talk about ghosts? Not in detail. <laughs> okay. Spoiler. How the fuck did ghosts get out? Movie I'm still bullshit. trying to figure that shit out. <laughs> Yeah, this there was, was an explosion. I, I I could see that the explosion knocked something knocked a hole in the, the hotel. And he got out. There was a nuclear explosion. Okay, say that one more time. There was a nuclear explosion, and I could I can buy the fact that it may have knocked some rocks free or something that he was able he to. He was climb on his out. Indiana Jones. Okay. <laughs> okay, so one more time, a nuclear explosion. So how did he walk? From Vegas to wherever he is, in the middle of the the, the after effects of a nuclear explosion, and not well, die because he was after bitten by zombies. Because he was bitten by was, zombies before, so so he's a newer, different yeah. type uh, of daywalker zombie. No, I mean I can buy that. I I, I can I buy mean, that. Sure, you can believe zombies is running around <laughs> communicating with horses and tigers, nigga. Then you can believe you walk <laughs> You can't make logic from that world. Wow. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he can't walk. Here, see biscuit. Here, see. Let, let me get on top of you, see biscuit. See biscuit zombie. He can't walk in out of that desert. I'm looking at. I was like, oh shit. I'm like, wait a minute. There's a fucking nuclear blast. How the fuck? What the. I was well, like, all right, if you're going to some bullshit. Well, yeah, if you're going to ask a question, the whole way the movie start was some bullshit. Like, what kind of office, what kind of police officers or soldiers were them dudes was dumb as fuck? Like, no, this, I can believe that. I mean, uh, you see our military and our, and our uh, and, police departments. Well, then the thing I watched it, I was watching it the second time. I didn't notice it before. Like, when the guys, I, I, hold on a second. <laughs> 
when the dude breaks out of the cage, right? And he's slaughtering every <laughs> he he's slaughtering everybody. Those guys that were standing there talking were standing next to a truck. I was like, why don't they just get the fuck in the truck and drive away? But instead they start running up the hill. <laughs> I was like, this movie is dumb but as wasn't fuck. The truck, the truck was disabled. I no, thought. there was more than one truck, remember? They didn't show them all blow up. They just pulled over. Because the back thing got ripped open. Well, where did that, where did that, uh, the first zombie come from? He was like being in the trailer or a truck or something like that. One of the trucks. I know, but what made him into a zombie? Oh, exactly. That's another question. Why would you even transport a guy like that? Like that anyway. But I, we cut it in the ant's time, I think. Or, or, the zombie yeah. that bit him. True. Yeah. It's just geeky. Just geeky. But, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, why, did overall, boy, why did your boy... Um, Go ahead. Yeah, so, but overall, I give it thumbs up. I enjoy it. I had to suspend disbelief. I'm still calling bullshit on ghosts walking. Some, somebody said, yeah, ghost ain't dead. He in Vegas with all that millions of dollars trying to rob the place. So I'm, I was... That's the only thing that took me out of it because I was just like, this is some old Indiana Jones bullshit. Seriously, Zach? Come on, bro. So that's my my take on it. The other question I had was, why did the German do throw, uh, what was his name? Van der Ho or something? Van der Ho? Uh, the black dude into the vault and lock him in there. Now he's going to suffocate Not, I mean, what was the plan there? I didn't get that. I don't either. I think that character is the one that's getting the prequel movie. Which uh, character? That the actor who shoved him into the uh, the German dude. I think he's like a big actor in his home country or something. I, I remember I saw Zach saying this a couple weeks ago, and they're having him write and produce or direct the prequel to this movie, and it's going to be his character. So that may well, have been so that may play well as I said I think in a different part of the world he is a big star and, and I could see how Netflix is probably like well yeah put him in this and then we're gonna have him on that well the end of this movie is clearly gonna be a sequel there's a seek there's a prequel and then there's an animated TV show as well coming so they're all in on it maybe they'll do a sequel I mean there wasn't it wasn't like there was anything other than a zombie with a cape <laughs> <laughs> riding a horse there wasn't really anything <laughs> that original about it I mean to me Black Summer and uh, Train to Busan I don't know there was something that made those unique zombie I'll stories tell you what, what made those tons of zombie stories you had zombies that could run like Carl Lewis and they wasn't having it that's what was called in those two movies they was on your ass yeah no, no these zombies are superheroes I just I just thought when, when the when the one alpha zombie started crying because his girlfriend's was killed, I was like, "Come on, what?" I, I just don't buy into intelligent zombies like that. Why? Because it was not more reality. to me. It was like it was like um, it was like um, what was that? Movie? I am Legend, where they weren't really zombies; they were just transmuted humans. You know, I don't mind. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, man, I, again, I, and I asked this question online, but I start thinking about it. Like, I got to give it up to Zack Snyder, man. Like, he done dropped two burners this year on, on some COVID time. Uh, and his movies, I know there was, a, I think there was a review. Was it the Los Angeles Times? Oh, Variety Magazine did a review on uh, Man of Steel. That movie came out, what, nine years ago? 
So that's why you know it's a slow time. <laughs> but they did, a, they did a review on it and got people talking. And I'm like, who, what other director out here has got his movies, people so concerned about it years later? You know, such, so he's, I think he's a unique guy uh, in this generation. All our generations, we have these directors. You know, we had Spielberg, Lucas, you know, the cats that was before them. You know, then you had, you know, Spike Lee. Remember when Spike Lee was, you had to go see Spike. Oh, day one. Oh, he's got a new movie going out. Oh, you know, uh, we had these directors. I think he's the director today. Uh, He'll be the one that they'll remember. Oh, that was the Nolan time or uh, Nolan time. Or that was the Snyder's time, man. When he was running the game, he was just dropping all these big movies. Uh, They got to be, he's one of the top directors right now. Like I said, Nolan, I think is another one. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I will never put Zack Snyder on the same level as Steven Spielberg. It's not going to happen. Well, you don't have, I'm saying top people of their time. You see what I'm saying? Like, of his time, of this generation, they're not going to say Spielberg. They're going to say Snyder. Right? When, when Spielberg was popping, I don't know if people would have put him on the same wavelength as uh, uh, Martin. Or Martin. Um, Scorsese. Oh. You know, or some of them cats from that period, which they even still dropping, dropping shit today. But who else would be some of the top directors of today? R- Ruzos? Would you consider them top? I I would, but I think most popular culture, part, well, most of Hollywood probably wouldn't because they only see them as having directed comic book movies. Okay, who, 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 what makes them more valid than um, Peter Jackson, though? Or less valid than Peter Jackson? Because Peter Jackson hadn't done anything in a long time. I mean, what did he do besides those Hobbit movies, which I which put me to sleep? Uh, of the Rings? All three of them. I like. Oh, you're talking about all of those movies? <clears throat> yeah. The only um, other movie I know that he did was Heavenly Creatures and The Frighteners. Ah, The Frighteners. Was that Michael J. Fox? Yep. Yes. I saw that at the theaters. <laughs> For some reason, people just lose it over Guillermo del Toro. I think he's dope. He's another one. I think he is. I don't like all of his movies, but all of his movies, they have his stamp, and that's what I like about it. And he did two of my favorite movies, Blade and uh, Pacific Rim. So I, I yeah, go ahead and flame me. Blade 2, I don't get the hype. I love it. I didn't see it. What? Wow, even I saw that one. <laughs> Damn. <clears throat> I've seen that movie so many times. Those are my favorite those are my favorite Marvel movies, aside from Infinity War and Endgame. It's the first two. Uh, I didn't see Blade movies. Three though. You, you haven't seen that one? I want to because it's supposed to be so watch bad. It. You should still watch it. It's funny to watch it now because that one dude is so popular now. Uh What's the white dude's name? Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. He, I hated him in, in that. I just wanted Blade to beat the shit out of him. Ugh. Damn. But looking at it now, he was doing the whole Ryan, Ryan Reynolds thing, but he was a nobody, and he was standing next to Wesley Snipes. I was like, how does this motherfucker even get the opportunity? He ain't even in the game. But what we saw there was something else. I don't know. He had, he had the Van Wilder movies, though. <sighs> that was that one movie. I thought he did two of them. Before he did the Blade 
What you call? Yeah. Okay, man. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I thought know. he. Did, I know he did the first. I thought he did a sequel. I'm pretty sure he did a sequel too. But yeah, he was. That'd be again. That'd be just like if they took one of these comic book movies today and they threw, uh, what's the, Eddie, fuck, I can't remember nobody's name. <laughs> what's my, what's the black comedy dude's name? Short dude. He's the big dude right now. Kevin Hart. Kevin, Kevin Hart. They just threw Hart. Kevin Hart in the next Iron Man or something. You'd be like, man, I, I would pay to see that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, ah. That would. Ah. And they were, and he's replacing Don Cheeto. <laughs> That would be dope. <laughs> that would be so ridiculous. See, Tony, Tony, what you need to do, Tony, Tony, what you need to do is you need to let me get in the suit, Tony. Ah. <laughs> Sadly, I could see him working in the Marvel. I'm surprised they haven't probably talked to him. You can play this. Oh, guy. that that reminds me. I uh, I wanted to bring up. I'm sure y'all have seen that Eternals trailer. Can someone explain the fuck what the fuck what that was? <laughs> I'd like to know as well. I felt like I was watching something from National Geographic. I want to see some capes. I mean, that's what it's... What the hell? What, that that trailer did absolutely zero for me. I am not up... Uh, <clears throat> I am not really up for the Eternals. I got to tell you. You know, granted, it was a Jack Kirby creation, and he's... Jack Kirby's the boss, the king. But those characters never really spoke to me. And the only limited knowledge I have is when Cersei was an Avenger Force stretch. Other than that, I can't help you. I tried, to read the, um, well, I tried to read the Neil Gaiman reboot <laughs> several years ago. And no. No. What's their background? Who, what's their story? Couldn't tell Are you. Are they aliens or <laughs> huh? What'd you say? I couldn't tell you. I got no idea. Yeah, this is this is one they're gonna have to really. Oh, I hope it's good. They uh, have to sell this one. Yeah, they're they gonna work on this one. Because I don't know what this is. I'm, I was just trying to understand like where does this even take place? But it was a teaser, so hopefully they'll reveal more. But yeah, I'm not I ain't hyped on that. I was like, is that one gonna be on Disney Plus? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but uh, anyway. So yeah, okay. I mean, the only saving grace is God. The only saving grace is God is that I said the only saving grace that it has that it might be good is because I didn't know what the fuck Guardians of the Galaxy was. Um, I've not heard of Star Lord, but I didn't know much about that, and that turned out to be one of my favorite Marvel movies. The first one turned out well, but I was pissed off because I'm gonna say it again: they ain't the Guardians. You know, the Guardians are Starhawk, Yondu, and whatnot. Even, and they made Yondu like a scumbag in that. I was not with it. I mean, I, it turned out well. But no. No. Don't think the Guardians. And they got Star-Lord completely wrong. But hey, you know, what are you going to do? They think they got him right. <laughs> I think they, they, the Walt says they got him right. I'll give him that. Hey, on that very quick. All right. Well, man. Um, oh, real quick, too. I, I followed a little bit of this. And I'm just curious what you guys think about it. I think I heard it first from somebody in the, the Discord chat. But this whole thing with uh, Kwame Brown, I had never heard yeah, what the of hell's going on with this, man? I never heard it do before because I don't pay attention to sports. But just I saw the video, the, fish, the initial video that he did going in. 
And I was just like, I wanted to stand up. I was like, this is a cat. He's got no ties to none of these brands or corporations. So he can just say whatever the hell he wanted. He can't really be canceled. <laughs> so and he got millions and, in the bank. So yeah, and he, he went so he went right. raw on he really kind of and I don't want to say anything bad about people he's talking about, but he really is one of these situations where if you got something to lose and you working for somebody, you can't really be going in on people because they could the people you're going against may not have any of these responsibilities and can just go raw on you and, and embarrass the hell out of you and can make you lose your whole gig. I'm talking about I don't like, know the story at all. What's, I'm talking about Charlemagne. They, you know, I'm going to say whoop, it real yeah, quick. Whoop, and I oop. Real quick. <laughs> Kwame Brown, I guess, was being talked about on this other podcast called All the Smoke. You can go find the details. Yeah, Matt Barnes and... Um, yeah. Uh, Steph, Steven Jackson. Steven Jackson. And they was mentioning his name, so I guess he heard back. He went off online. Well, I, I don't know what happened first was uh, Charlemagne and Breakfast Club started to speak on it. And Charlemagne was basically saying, you know, don't mess with that guy because... And then he started to tell that <sighs> guy's family secrets. So his dad's got murder charges and his brother's on murder charges and they done killed this and slapped, beat this woman. So he probably just like them. So don't... So yeah, yeah he that, basically... That, that was, just really went in on there's a passive aggressive sort of a, a dig and what happened was Kwame Brown said oh you gonna talk about my family well let's talk about your alleged rape <clears throat> charges and all that kind of stuff and that stuff had already kind of been out but it was it was kind of pushed to the side and so when he started saying that then you know Charlemagne hit him with a cease and desist and then <laughs> The whole week, the whole weekend, it just went nuts. Videos and Kwame was just going in. Other people started going in on Charlemagne. What about the rape charges? And they was playing tapes <laughs> and all this. There's, they were basically giving him, I guess, the cancel culture. Like he no, was no, giving no, 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 no. They were giving him the same energy. <laughs> True enough. I, I agree. I, I agree. <laughs> but it got, it was so crazy that even Charlemagne came back to work Monday morning and had to give himself donkey of the day. And, and apologize but I think even from that I think it's uh, still going crazy but I'm just saying like, why, yeah so this whole Kwame guy I, I'm blown away by this why, why did Charlemagne go in on this Kwame whoever he is cause he thought he was he thought he was being funny or he was making for great radio he's from South Carolina Kwame and his people are from South Carolina so he knew some of the stuff that went down with his family now in my opinion what his dad Not did cool. and what his brothers did ain't got nothing is no reflection on Kwame Brown who has never had any reported issues with the law anything like that but he was trying in his Charlemagne the God way say hey this is who his kin is this, this is the wrong one and I think he could have said he's the wrong one. You don't know who his family is. Y'all should leave that alone without really exposing all of that stuff. Well, you, you know and the other thing about it? Oh, I'm sorry. Just real quick. The other thing about that, too, though, was Charlemagne did that, what you, what you said, because he's used to the people he's going at are not going to be able to say the things that Kwame mm -hmm. Brown said about pulling his rape thing, because they know nobody in the media would allow anybody to ask him about that, a question about it. But that's what I'm saying. He went against a guy who's ain't got no ties, so that was his ass. But go ahead. Right. 
Right. Yeah, I lost my train of thought. But my bad. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, 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 it's never a good idea to bring up a guy's rape charge. I remember uh, when Mike, uh, Big Sexy, might remember this when that Mike Tyson did a show in Canada, a morning show, mm. and the host brought up, yeah. "Now you're a convicted rapist." <laughs> oh that was God. a mistake. Was it about five, yeah, six years ago. <laughs> oh. Never bring up a guy's rape charge if it's not pertinent to the conversation. Especially that guy. He will come and see you. Right. Mm. And, and the thing about what, what Kwame Brown is, is that um, for like the past, he was drafted in 2001, I think it was. And for the past 20 plus years, he has been having to deal with, because um, it first started with, uh, no, it wasn't actually, you're right, it was uh, all the smoke. But um, Stephen A. Smith kind of made a comment as well. And Kwame Brown, because there's a famous clip out there where Kwame Brown got traded from the Lakers to the Grizzlies, and he just, little five foot ten, Stephen A. Smith, who ain't had a whiff of the NBA, just went <laughs> in on Kwame Brown being this bad player. And I just said, and, I, and to my mind, I'm thinking, okay, how are you saying that when Kobe Bryant, I think we, you know, even if you don't know basketball, you know Kobe Bryant and the greatness he is on the court. He called Kwame Brown the, the one of the best big men, defensive big men he's ever played. So there's your co-sign that that man can play in the league. But they keep using him as the, um, the I guess, the measurement stick of an NBA draft bust. When the story is, Kwame Brown was drafted at 19 years old. He got drafted by the, arguably, some people might want to argue it, but I'll say it, the greatest basketball player ever for his team. And not only just for his team, but he was going to play with Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan? Yes, exactly. I know, arguing again is crazy. Hey, I'm, there's people out there that's, I, nah. I'm looking at TikToks where they saying LeBron James is the greatest, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar nah. is the greatest. So I'm, there's the arguments out there. I'm saying Michael Jordan. So if y'all mad, get in your feelings and stay mad. Uh, so not only, and you, you, you guys saw The Last Dance. Absolutely, that's what I'm saying. Michael, Michael Jordan is, is the no wrong games. one. So can you imagine being a 19-year-old getting to play with your idol? When you when he won when Michael Jordan won his first championship, Kwame Brown was ten, and now at nineteen he's playing with Michael Jordan, and Michael Jordan essentially called that dude trash and slapped him in front of all of his team members during practice. Gave that's Joe gonna Jackson. <laughs> that's wrong. That's gonna affect a player's psyche. Now I understand people say, well, he's he should be a man, stand up, and all that. He was nineteen. You don't know what he went through, and at the same token, what what is he gonna do to Michael Jordan? Now he might want to put hands on Michael Jordan, but I'm quite sure he knew that would not be the play to make. <laughs> so, like you, they're calling him trash when he was broken down by one more time the greatest basketball player of all time. So I'm like stall, as they would say, stall him out. It wasn't Kwame kind of throwing the other argument of people like Stephen A. Smith and some of. Y'all are just talking about degrading black men on oh, white yeah, daddy's dollar. Mm-hmm. That's what he was saying, white daddy's Woo. dollar. But y'all he, never mean, talk I, about the other players. Why you, you know, talk about me? I said, where was the ether beat? Because he, he was almost ending people's careers. And I, I was like, hey, if you, if you can't deal with that heat being thrown at you, then don't put it out there. He went at Skip Bayless, Stephen A. Smith. He went at tons of other people. So I'm just like... Hey, I give him respect because he let that go for decades. And I guess he just said, you know what? Fuck it. I've had enough. 
I'm going to let this, I'm going to let a couple off in the chamber. And like, isn't he, he keeps alluding to a tractor or something. He like, he has his own like tractor business or something. I was like, man, he actually went at work. Yeah. He's yeah. like, a, just a cool dude. Like, I was like, man, he's, he's just a breath of fresh air. He's not bullshitting. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. You know, like, so, like I say, leave some of these people alone. You don't know what they're going to fire off on. Mm. Well, I hope everybody gets it together, man. No, it, it was kind of cold is uh, Matt Barnes. <laughs> he, uh, what he said about him and his wife and then Matt Barnes was like, yo, we can just, let's squash this man to man. Let's just have a good conversation. <laughs> I'm like, I thought you wanted to smoke, homie. Like, that's no. what happens. See, when you have a podcast about called All the Smoke, well, yeah, you got it. Yeah. <laughs> Look at all the people that ain't got affected by that. It's crazy. Yeah, you know. I salute to Kwame Brown. I hope he gets a podcast deal out of it. Probably not, because he said some really incendiary shit about the uh, the dominant white society structure. Yeah, I don't think. So. But maybe he can go independent. Because I'm like, he could. I want to hear him roast some people. He definitely could go independent. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, last thing here, and I've. I, I, I kind of want Tariq to hook up with him. <laughs> Let's put this, do this podcast, sir. That would be interesting. That would be interesting. Uh, I want to mention another guy who's been heating up social media, uh, man, for the last couple months or maybe last month heavy, was Kevin Samuels. I'm sure, have you guys seen any of this? Who Kev- is Kevin, Kevin Samuels? <laughs> Best I can say, he's kind of like, uh, to me, he's actually like the old Tyreek when he was doing Mac lessons and that whole stick. That, that's exactly what he is to me. But he's just this black guy. I guess you could call him. He, he does like relationship, uh, I guess, advice. Uh, you haven't seen this guy. He's a video. He's, a, he's in a suit, black guy. And he'll be talking crazy to a woman like, you're fat. What, crazy what, to what, men too. Oh, I'm, right. But most of the clips, he's viral because he's talking to females. And, you're not a high value. You know, I don't know. So if you ever seen that, uh, but check oh, him out. He's yeah. all over the place. He's pretty much on all the podcasts. They got, he is what Tommy He's the next level of Tommy. And what I mean by that is when Tommy came out, he was just, it was all it was like, wow, this guy that's doing it. I think right now it's, it's Kevin's turn, but he's the refined version of Tommy, but in a more positive light. I don't want to say that in a negative way, but just in terms of the reach. So he's at a big space right now. He did a podcast with uh, Joe Button. It only been out like, a month, like a three million views. I was like, "Damn, he okay." Kevin and I just—I've had people in my real life every day ask me, "What do you think about Kevin Samuels?" Huh? I was in Hawaii. I was at a situation. Oh man, what do you think about Kevin Samuels? I'm like, "Wow, he's really hitting." Okay. Any of you, Aunt, are you familiar with Kevin Samuels? Wow, really right to me, huh? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Um, and, but actually, no, I'm not. I think I've seen okay. the clips, but not actually knew who he was. Uh, so not really familiar. I didn't really follow what he does. So okay. news to me. But what got him, I mean, other than the clips, wasn't there something that happened that got him in the uh, main, in the, the news? Uh, I know I that know. Derek Jackson do. With, <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, uh, you know. I don't know if I don't think he's anything to do with that. And... and no, I think he's just, it's just been eclipsed because when I look at it, some of his stuff now, I see he's been doing this for quite some time. It just never really clicked. Um, so he got videos that date years back, but he just now, I think he's found his lane and that whole 
I see people saying the term now, high value man or woman. You know, that's that's the talk now that I guess everyone's and it's coming. He's sort of leading the culture on that. It's just interesting to see. Um, you know, but I salute him because he's doing his thing. He's like he's doing videos live almost every day. And he'd be on all these other shows. So salute to that brother. I hope we can turn it into something. Anything else y'all got? Mm. I guess not. Let yeah, me see. Yeah. Oh, One I was, more I, tiny little thing following up on the uh, uh, Tariq thing. I don't know if you guys saw this, uh, but I saw it on Twitter. I think I got it from Afro Nerd. Tariq put up this short clip of those women and three boys <laughs> twerking. What clip is this? Oh, I thought you were talking about something different. No, I had these three young cats twerking. I'm like, the fuck am I looking at? Young and men or what? Now these are these are kids. These are kids. These aren't young men. These are kids. I mean, boys or girls is what I'm asking. Boys, boys. Uh -huh. I'm like, but the woman was a, was an adult. I'm like, what the hell? And since Mike, you know, you are up on Tariq, I wonder if you had any uh, insight on that. I haven't seen that tweet. <laughs> I'm trying to look it up. <laughs> I, I think it's the uh, the viral. I mean, not the viral, but the uh, the dance challenge. I can't think of what it is. Where um, they do the dance, and the, the girl walks away with her butt to the camera shake doing the stank walk with her butt jiggling and then it's uh <laughs> and, and yeah it's called stank walk yeah stank walk <laughs> and so this in this video it's the woman who i assume is the mother and then her who i assume is her son start walking after it i don't have a i wouldn't have a problem with the video if it didn't appear that they were you know minors and i'm just looking like why are you putting them out there like that mm. I can't call that one, but that does remind me. I'm uh, going. I need to order my copy of Buck Breaking. <laughs> you go. Which is why he posted it as well. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I got mine on order. Go, go ahead, Q. I have a question. What the hell's going on with Serena Williams? Oh, are you looking into those pictures that came out a couple weeks ago, or she was like, it looked like her skin was kind of lightened or something, or? She looks like she's. Uh, I don't know if those were fake, but uh, is she on a little Kim thing or something? What's? Oh, I have no idea. I vaguely saw the picture, but I, I can't. I can't call it. I don't know if that was Photoshop or. I don't know. That they would be a shame if that's. <laughs> but if that's what you want to do. That's what you want. to I mean, it yeah, could be. It could just be a chemical pill, because uh, this there were people that were mad at Megan Good for apparently her looking lighter, and she just said it's a chemical pill. That's what happens. What's she was describing something about after a while her uh, her skin tone goes back to normal. Now, why she would take that picture, a promotional picture looking like that, I don't know. All right. Well, uh, I guess that was that. Let, let me say this. Uh, Discord. Smarten up. Y'all can't going to have me like trying to have a monitor this shit. <laughs> that ain't why we got it. 
So come on now, help me out. You see, I'm trying to get more people on there, but it's not going to seem too inviting when they just come in here and say, niggas is arguing and fussing. It's the same niggas every time. These are grown men. So please help me out. Help me help you, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, did you yeah. know? Um, Go ahead. Hello. Did you know? I, I was gonna say. Uh, I was just. I was looking up that Blood Quantum movie, mm-hmm. and um, I guess that they're making a third, an, an, another twenty-eight. They're making twenty-eight months later another zombie movie. The oh, sequel really? to Twenty-eight Weeks Later. Twenty-eight. There's a trailer out for it. Oh, really? I didn't even know that. Yeah. Okay. I'm game for it if it's good. I ain't mad at it. Mike, I can't believe you didn't bring this up. How are you not talking about the moves being made by Amazon and Netflix? Uh, you know, I forgot about that. Uh, yeah. What, so Amazon, Amazon is, what, MGM? Yeah, is uh, set to be closing on a $9 billion deal. Actually, and damn, damn, we forgot about uh, Warner and Discovery. But Amazon is set to buy mm. MGM's, all their holdings and film and TV properties for $9 billion. Netflix talking about starting a uh, video game division. And then Warner merging, uh, well, AT&T, morning, uh, AT&T merging Warner Media with Discovery. Which I don't see that. Wow, that's big. But yes, it is. Yeah, man, everybody's, you know, the power players on and getting ready for the next wave and the consolidation is, is commencing, man. They, they got to get, they ready. You know, Amazon's going to come hard. They, they making a lot of, a lot of moves and a lot of fronts. Now, the thing that, and you know, help, help me out as I'm trying to understand is that as far as the streaming, that's tied to an Amazon Prime membership. So I'm just trying to understand why are they spending that type of money for something that doesn't seem like an added value because I think the majority of people who have the Prime subscription have it for the shopping aspect. But hey, you, you never know what they could incorporate the movie experience in some different way. We're not even thinking. They could buy that and be like, we don't need to make money on this division right now. Let's just use it to build. Give the movies out. You, you never know. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you got to have a Amazon device to see the new James Bond or, or whatever. You know, there's just so many ways uh, that they're locking stuff down. I mean, I think on one hand, we see all this and people get excited. And then you, there's other things like, oh, wow, that's cool. But then we got to remember, it's still all built on the backs of <laughs> all the people working at the warehouses around the country. <laughs> and, and they're struggling. But this company is just gaining more and more credibility more and more power they they lock in so this little movie thing that's nothing to them they'll scoop that up and let it run its course if they if they wanted to and wouldn't bat an eye about it right we'll see see what happens now does does anybody buy into any of these talks about marvel trying to buy dc comics that ain't happening does that mean they buy when they buy DC Comics? That means they buy the characters, Batman, Superman, intellectual property, all of that. that ain't yeah, I mean, in my opinion, it wouldn't make no sense just to buy the publishing if you don't get the, the characters. Right. That's the IP is what they want. I mean, hey, but DC books have been shit for quite a while now, though. So but they are consistent. I, I, I give them that. 
Yeah, I mean, I could see I'd be a power move to buy those characters. I could see them. They bought so many other characters. Beloved character. What did Marvel buy? They don't Star like the Wars Muppets, it? Star Wars. Um, shit, there's some of these kids. Disney owns Star Wars. Say it again? Doesn't Disney own Star Wars? I thought that's what we were talking about. Yeah, that's, that's okay. what I meant. Maybe I said Marvel, oh. but yeah, I meant Disney. Oh. I changed things. Right. Disney may step in and be like, you know, we're going to take that. We can afford it. My only well, that's what I mean. It's 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 not Marvel buying DC. It'd be Disney buying DC. I, I just don't think Warner would be foolish enough to let that IP go. Because if done right, there's billions that they could be making. But the key phrase you hit is, if done right. But hell, even done wrong, they're making uh, hundreds of millions. Well, I mean, I, I agree with you. I wouldn't let the character... I, I wouldn't even be more about the movies. I mean, merchandising alone on Superman is probably... Yeah, that's Killing true. them. Yeah. Batman's all these bath towels and whatever else they got out there. I mean, they're going to make money on them characters regardless. Far blow out the profits in those little movies. But we'll see. I, I don't care who makes the movies. I just want it to be good. Exactly. And we get more movies than ever, so I'm all with it, man. Some are great, some are not so great, but I'm loving it. So, I'm tripping. Has anyone heard if, uh, speaking of movies, is Black Widow coming out or, or what? Who knows? <laughs> yeah, they put they got a release date on it already. When I is mean, it? They do? I have to look it up. I, ain't, I mean, I'm not that hype, but I know it's coming on. You can watch it at home, too. Yeah, because this war was the end of June. Oh, shit, really? Okay. Yeah, it's coming out in theaters and on Disney Plus. Well, I thought Loki was coming out in June. Oh, I'm on July 9th. Okay. Yeah, and they, they charge the thirty dollars price. I, I might buy it though. I might just go ahead and buy it. Oh, you got to pay thirty dollars to watch it at home. Yeah, if you want to watch it, yeah, home, you know, I'm good. I don't want to watch that bad. <laughs> well, I mean, you I spend mean, you that theaters, <laughs> I mean, fifteen dollar ticket, then you getting popcorn and a soda and drink, and then don't go with somebody else. Absolutely. Yeah, you're going to pay your money. I pay, I pay $12 for the ticket. I get me that Zap Pack for five seventy five. I'm good. That's all I pay. I'm not paying $30. Well, yeah, I mean, and you, you get to watch it once. But we're talking about you can sit there and watch it over and come back and watch it later. So I, I for that, I, I would want to see the movie. <laughs> I probably will want to watch it more than twice. So I'll buy it. Yeah, I can't see me watching it more than once. Well, we have no idea. I, I could say that too, but the movie could be badass. You never know. That's what I'm saying. Like, most times we go see these movies. These are Marvel movies. The majority of them be good. So you'd be like, oh, I gotta go see it again. Uh, so now that I can watch, and I'll say this: I went to see Army of the Dead, and I didn't. I'm so used to watching shit at home. I'm cool. I'll pay the money and watch it at home. I love it. It looks better. Popcorn's better. <laughs> I'm at home. I ain't got to drive no. I don't know about the popcorn. <laughs> I don't know how you make your, but <laughs> <laughs> I should jam. Mike is uh, throwing his popcorn on his Django plate. Shit, here you go. Okay, you doing a joke? Ha ha ha! I wasn't. I wasn't insulting. <laughs> That's all right. You should. Well, oh, so okay. The, the plate look good. To you me. want your Bill Bill Maher? I wasn't. I didn't mean it. I meant it as a term of endearment. 
Who don't like grits? Come on now. There you go. Anyway. <laughs> um, anything else? I'm serious. Damn. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> sexy about that. We don't this- eat grits. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Hey. All right, all right, Laya. You, you was on your knee ensemble right there. First we of all, those grits. First of all, I do enjoy a grit. A grit. Okay. All right, Vinny. <laughs> but see, I'm not a southerner, so I'm okay to use instant grits. Okay. <laughs> okay, first of all, I don't know anything but instant grits. So, where is the. <laughs> When I watched that movie, he's like, it, it, I was like, what the hell? There's 20 minutes to make grits? Uh, shit, I don't. <laughs> you got to boil your like, water. Stir it up. That's right. right. No self-respect. The Southern are using instant grits. Please, I'm instant all day. I take pride in my grits. <laughs> I find this offensive. Don't eat grits then. Grits have been a part of my culture and heritage. <sighs> but you, you have to acknowledge it? somebody if they if they do feel that way. You know, they should be able to express that. Yes, they should. Yes, they should. And and if the marketplace dictates they don't want to spend money with that person, you can call that council if you want. But that's the marketplace. It's a capitalistic society. If they feel like they don't want to spend money with them people over there for whatever reasons, good or bad, that's their choice. You can't force people to like something just because you think he's a good guy or she's a good guy. The people don't want to fuck with it. You can tell us otherwise, but we ain't going to pay for it. To me, that's what the cancel culture is. Because that's what the people, they, for whatever reason, they're being swayed to think one way about a person, and they done. And then... Because other people in play got something to lose with that person, that they try to push. No, he didn't do it. Then. Why? We don't care. We want somebody else. And then. Black guy wants some grits. <laughs> we want grits. Yeah, I'm talking. We talking about grits, right? I thought talking. Man, we all over. I'm all over. <laughs> I don't know what you talking about. <laughs> I'm, I'm going go on. Did I just go back in time or something? Am I in the Marvel? Oh, I'm jumping topics. I'm, I'm <laughs> jumping to the quantum realm. <clears throat> Okay. But uh, anyway, man, I guess that is it. Taking a quick look. Good to be back on the microphone. And Q Strong, where can they find you online? You can find me at getfirstlevel.com. Uh I'm I'm gonna commit myself to putting out one video a week. I'm gonna try to do that. It's all about content, drawing people to the site. Uh you can find my archives on uh I'm gonna try to start doing movie reviews again, but um on um real qstorm r-e-e-l qstorm.com. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I think the Star Trek thing might be dead, man. I think it might be dead. So you can check me out at those two places. You're not gonna um, hang with your girl, uh what's her face? Saliqua? Maria Va. What's her name? Maria Saliqua, whatever the fuck, Saliqua Green? Oh, man, I, 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 I did. I canceled her a long time ago. Canceled. Wow. <clears throat> I canceled her a long time ago. I'm canceling Picard. They talking about Q's going to be on Picard. Don't do that. Don't don't let anyone else have any of that filth on them. 
Man. All right. Oh, and real quick, we didn't get into it, but Q, man, is is Texas tripping? Texas is out of pocket. Are you talking about the, um, constitutional anybody, carry? Anybody can carry without a license? <clears throat> I don't agree with that. Oh, you don't? Okay. I, I think you should have to have some training to get a, to carry a gun. <laughs> I thought you'd be like, yeah, we got one. Okay. <clears throat> so even you think that that's too far. Well, Q, now, Q's like this is a business. All disclosure, <laughs> all disclosure. Now this is why I think that. It, but you know, if you have to get training, then I will make money off of that because I train people. All right. I don't. I don't think. I don't. You should. You should have to have at least eight hours and some shooting time before you, before you can carry a gun. They're just like we don't give a damn. I'm I said at least eight hours. What are they? And I'm just jumping. In. Are they saying this because this is a constitutional right to do that, or why? What's the reasoning behind that? Well, some is states it? think that since it's in the constitution, you shouldn't have to pay any money. Oh, okay. To get the firearm, I mean, in Maryland, you have to take a class before you can even buy a firearm. Then you have to take a class mm-hmm. if you want to carry the firearm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, okay, I, I I get it. I just yeah, just I guess they're on their Sith absolutes. I'm just I'm questioning this. like, does it even make logical sense to? Why would you just give anybody a gun or let anybody buy a gun? That seems very dangerous. But that's what Texas wants. That's what but Mike, you know it. You know what it is. Say it again. You know what it is, Mike. What's that? It's a business. Ain't too oh, far. I, I gotta understand that. So. We gotta get these gun sales up. Yeah, true. It's still a background check that's involved, though. I mean, it's not like you just walk in the store and buy a gun, but I think you do need uh, some training. Okay. But you don't know, you definitely don't need a license. Anyone can buy. Just probably got to be like 18 or 21 or something. Man, all right. Anyway, Big Sexy and Sack. Yeah. Can find you online? The Usual Haunts. Facebook, Mark Wiggins. <clears throat> Twitter. W S E Mark okay, Instagram. Damn cute. <laughs> Instagram. Instagram Mark Wiggins 2 and be on the lookout for the next installment of This Is My World. I give my thoughts on the current kerfuffle surrounding the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductions. All right. Mr. Ampoo, sir, where can they find you? Uh, you can just find me on Twitter and Instagram at Ampoo uh, and in these uh, clubhouse uh, streets. Oh, my God. I was in a, uh, a clubhouse chat yesterday about how the left is destroying the black community. And they, uh, I, I got to love this, but these, these new niggas, I'm telling you, I feel bad for the next generation with this dumb shit oh. they state. Now, which new so, are you talking about? I'm talking about the new the new Negroes that are up in oh, Clubhouse talking Negroes. about how okay. I, 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 <laughs> talking about how the left is killing the the black man and talking about that uh, Black Lives Matter is a communist Marxist organization that want to overthrow the government. So I said, okay, as black people that's been under this American system for over 400 years, why the hell do I give a fuck if that's what they're doing, which there's no proof that they're doing it. And he tried to tell me that capitalism was the greatest thing on earth. 
I'm like, you mean the same capitalism that allowed for the enslavement of black people since 15, what, 1600s to 1865, and then allowed for Jim Crow, and then allowed for our rights? Yeah, but see, if you're a black man that has a high school diploma that ain't never been to jail, then you're doing good, so you shouldn't be worried about that. So yeah, oh. I, I love being in these, these uh, clubhouse rooms, clowning the fuck out of these dumbasses. Man. All right. And speaking of Clubhouse, right. Right. Uh, shout out to Rodney Fitzgerald for his Prince 365. Yes, I know that was a bag segue, but whatever. We're going to go with that. <laughs> uh, right. Matter of fact, he clowned me for that, too. Anyway, um, <laughs> he's been doing the uh, Prince Versus um, every Sunday in Clubhouse. This week, he's going to have uh, Diamonds and Pearl. I'm a judge, so that's why I'm promoting this. He's going to have Diamonds and Pearl versus the Love Symbol album and the Black album versus Batman. Interesting. All right. Yeah. So that should be good times. All right. And then you can always check us out here at podcastjuice.net. Of course, we're on your favorite podcasting platform, whether it's Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and some of the others. And of course, on YouTube, Podcast Juice. Hey, my name is Michael Dean. Work it like a job. See you next time. Peace.